Any views and opinions expressed are those of the authors and or participants and do not necessarily reflect the views, policy, or position of the Rheumatology and Arthritis Learning Network or HMP Global, their employees, and affiliates. Welcome to this podcast from the Rheumatology and Arthritis Learning Network. I'm your moderator, Rebecca Michal, and I'm here with Dr. Austin Wheeler, who's a rheumatology fellow at the University of Nebraska Medical Center. We're going to be discussing a study he participated in of prostate cancer among patients with rheumatoid arthritis. Thanks for joining us today, Dr. Wheeler. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Why did you decide to investigate this particular topic? This idea of the relationship between RA and cancer is a really important topic for those of us who take care of people with RA and for our patients. So we already knew that patients with RA have an increased risk of lymphoma and lung cancer. Prostate cancer is the second most common malignancy in men, and it's the fifth leading cause of cancer death in men worldwide. Uh, Historically, though, whether or not there's an increased risk in RA has been unclear, but we certainly know that there are certain biologic aspects of RA that are common to prostate cancer as well. And that's been really challenging to study in RA because most RA study cohorts are mostly made up of women. We're really well positioned within the VA because our study population is overwhelmingly male to study this. So we had a large number of prostate cancer cases that we could compare. So just to give you an idea, previously, the largest study to look at this had about 19,000 participants, whereas we had about 280,000. There's also been uh, this question of whether chronic diseases like prostate cancer might just be recognized more often in patients with RA because they're more frequently interacting with the healthcare system. And this was also really one of the first studies to evaluate that. That's very interesting. Can you tell us a little bit more about the study? Just give us a brief overview. Yeah, of course. Uh, So this was a a retrospective matched cohort study where we looked at the incidence of prostate cancer between men with and without RA. And so we had about 284,000 total, about 57,000 of those patients had RA. And we used national VA data to identify patients with RA based on an algorithm with diagnostic codes. And then we matched each RA patient with up to five randomly selected people without RA, excluding anybody with a prior diagnosis of prostate cancer or a prostatectomy. And then uh, we identified uh, prostate cancer via linking our data with the VA cancer registry and the national death index. Uh, We did look at uh, some covariates that are potential risk factors for prostate cancer, those being race, smoking status, Legion orange exposure in the veteran population, amount of healthcare utilization, meaning number of outpatient visits in the prior year, uh, BMI, comorbidities, and prior screening for prostate cancer. And then we followed the patients until they had either a diagnosis of prostate cancer, death, or the end of the study period. And then we used all of that to calculate prostate cancer incidence and mortality rates. And then uh, we calculated prostate cancer hazard ratios for patients with and without RA, including when we accounted for the other risk factors. 
And then the last thing we did touches on that uh, relationship of healthcare system exposure, where we looked at uh, whether increased exposure to the healthcare system for RA patients might cause them to be diagnosed more with prostate cancers. So for this, we censored out patients that had more than a year between their VA healthcare encounters, and we generated uh, survival curves for survival free of prostate cancer and prostate cancer death with and without RA uh, to compare the overall cohort with the cohort adjusted for healthcare exposures. I guess we could fairly call this a pretty comprehensive study. What was that period that you tracked these patients through? So we tracked these patients over a, uh, a period of uh, several years. And so we uh, did the initial matching in was actually January 1st, 2000. And then the final date was December 31st, 2018. So, you know, that's a period of 18 years that we followed these patients. And what did you find? Well, first we saw about uh, 1,400 prostate cancers in the RA patients and about 5,000 in the non-RA patients. When we looked at incidence rates, we saw an incident rate of 3.5 per 1,000 patient years in the RA patients as compared to 2.7 in the non-RA patients. After we censored out patients that had more than a year without healthcare exposure, the incidence rates were 3.7 in RA and 2.9 in non-RA. Most of those cancers were stage 2 prostate cancer, and we didn't see any difference between RA and non-RA patients in cancer stage of diagnosis. And then the mortality rates for prostate cancer were 0.37 per 1,000 patient years in the RA group and 0.42 in the non-RA group, and that was not affected by censoring for healthcare exposure. And then when we matched patients with RA to those without, we saw that RA was associated with a significantly higher risk of prostate cancer, and the hazard ratio for that was 1.28. When we adjusted for those other risk factors that I mentioned, that did decrease to 1.14. And then when we further censored for healthcare exposure, it decreased down to 1.12, but it was still significantly more in the RA patients. And then we used a statistical measure called an E-value. And what we found with that was that only minimal unmeasured confounding factors would explain away that association uh, of RA with prostate cancer. And then we also saw that RA was not associated with an increase in prostate cancer death, and that was unchanged by any of our adjustment or censoring. So I guess in summary of all that, it looked like RA patients seem to have a modest increase in their risk of prostate cancer, but no increased risk of death from prostate cancer. And since we showed that it would take only minimal confounding to explain that away, it seems unlikely that RA causes an increased prostate cancer risk. Finally, the increased healthcare exposure associated with RA does impact the detection of prostate cancer. And so we feel that it needs to be considered as a potential source of bias in other studies looking at health outcomes in RA. What do you know about why patients with RA seem to have this increased risk of other types of cancer, such as lymphoma and lung cancer? What have we found out about that? Yeah, this is a, a big area of interest. We don't 
have a really clear explanation of why that is, but there are a variety of things that have been proposed. So for lymphoma, there's been this thought that uh, ongoing immunologic stimulation from chronic inflammation uh, in RA could kind of predispose folks to that. Um, in lung cancer, it's it's probably more of a component of just chronic lung inflammation. I mean, there are also shared risk factors like smoking, for instance, but that risk with lung cancer is still increased even in non-smokers with RA. So there has been some prior evidence to support that the lung mucosa itself um, actually acts as an area of immune activation in RA. So that could be a potential way to link those together. But this is definitely an area that uh, is in need of, of more research for us to fully understand that, that association. Are there specific types of cancer screening that patients with RA, male or female, should be receiving due to this known additional risk of developing certain types of cancer? Yeah, so the screening recommendations for cancer in RA patients are the same as the general population, which includes, you know, lung cancer, colorectal cancer, prostate cancer. Um, so there's no specific recommendations that are different than kind of our standard population. You know, for prostate cancer, the, the US PSTF recommendations are to discuss risks and harms of PSA-based screening if patients age 55 to 69. Um, the American Cancer Society recommends discussing screening with men over 50 with at least a 10-year life expectancy or men over 45 at high risk or men over 40 who have more than one first-degree relative with early prostate cancer. We really just kind of abide by those. And that screening is done, again, with a, a PSA blood test. Does a personal or family history of cancer have any effect on decisions about the kinds of therapies that should be prescribed for patients with RA? We didn't have any data on family history in this study, which is important to point out. Um, the impact of therapies for RA is definitely something that has been a concern for patients and for providers as well. And so, I mean, in general, it's important for rheumatologists to discuss the risk and benefits of any therapy before starting a new medication. And for many of our therapies in RA, that does include a discussion of cancer risk. What would you advise rheumatologists to be conscious of when they are working with these patients who have RA regarding early signs and symptoms of cancer? What should they be on the lookout for? Yeah, so I think we just need to be really vigilant in evaluating our RA patients for possible malignancy. We have to ask about symptoms, you know, do a, a comprehensive review of systems at, at every visit because they otherwise, you know, might not volunteer symptoms that they don't necessarily think are, are relevant for their RA. And then collaborating with primary care. And so, you know, we see our patients really frequently for management of RA, often more frequently than their primary care physician. So we have an opportunity to catch these things earlier if we're asking, you know, the right questions and letting the patients kind of give us those, those early symptoms. In general, you know, we have a really good relationship with our patients, and so we could also leverage that to help with modifiable risk factors for cancer, and the most important of those would be you know, smoking cessation. And so it's everybody's responsibility to counsel on smoking cessation. We can all step up to help with that. 
And, you know, even on top of that, there may be an opportunity when our patients are doing well from an RA standpoint for us to double check whether they're up to date on lung cancer screening or even, you know, initiate that conversation about prostate cancer screening and loop in their primary care providers with that conversation. Any further advice for your colleagues who treat patients with rheumatoid arthritis? Well, I think overall, we can feel reassured by the findings from this study that there's not a markedly increased risk of prostate cancer in our RA patients. That being said, because prostate cancer is such a common cancer among men in general, we should encourage them to get their regular cancer screenings. So we as rheumatologists can utilize the trust from our patient-physician relationships to help encourage our patients to get these really important and valuable screening tests. Well, thanks very much for spending this time with us. This is an interesting study, and we'll look forward to catching up with you later. Thank you. Thank you so much.